It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Let me ask you this question first. Aaron Judge at 62. Is his 62? Because right now, that's still the most home runs without Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa, all steroids, is the guy with the most legit regular season home runs of all time. Is that legit? Or are we still giving it to those three gentlemen above? Dude, I said it. I got to stick to my word because if I don't, I'm going to look like a hypocrite. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the dugout. It is another edition of talking all things baseball all the time. We're the team, we're the ride, it's the off season. And I am Cardinals fanatic, AJ Caldwell, rocking the brand new Our Pools jersey. And that is the Yankees ride or die guy, Drew Zagrosi. Drew, how are we doing in that Yankees jersey over there? Dude, I'm hyped. This is an Anthony Rizzo jersey. So we're gonna be talking about a little little bit about him later. Um, free agency, you know, people are signing, moves are being made, so It's about are. to get hot. They call it the hot stove for a reason. There, yes, there are some moves that have yet to be made. I saw one one uh, article drew and it said it was kind of a teaser. It said this one move will start the chain reaction. I didn't even open it because I just wanted okay. to think, man, what would that one move be? And we might get into that today. But as always, we're going to continue to get into our feelings about top fives, about Hall of Famers, about all time players. And we're going to ask Drew some questions today and this or that, that I am super excited for. But without further ado, as always, continue to like and subscribe, rate and review the podcast. Check out the shorts on the TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube channel. And let's get right into it again. It's a top five. And we are doing the top five Diamondbacks of all time. Drew was the one who decided to do the Diamondbacks. He yep. said it would be fun. I don't know uh, what what what's going to be fun about this because the Diamondbacks haven't been... Uh, Anything worth mentioning? Uh, exactly. That's why it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, that's true. We we got we got to di- what would you say off camera? We got to di- dive into the archives for this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, um, was. So lo- love you, Diamondbacks fans, but you guys have you guys have been garbage. Um, so Drew, we got we got some names on this list. Yep. Both of us. Uh, tee us up. Who who you got for number five in Arizona Diamondbacks history? All right, number five. You got to think. The Arizona Diamondbacks, I think they were mainly known for their pitching. All right. So, but number five, I am going to kick it off with a, uh, I'm going to put, I'm going to put Steve Finley in number five. Okay. Um, Three-time gold glover and he could hit for both average and power. So that's always good. Uh, Reached 20 home runs in five of his six seasons in Arizona. So that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So that is, that is impressive. Yeah. We'll put him in. Yep. Number five. Well, thank you for doing that because that makes it a whole lot easier with what I have on my list. Exactly. Um, yeah. There's some there's some names up here, um, and I'm gonna go with this guy at number four, Drew, because I don't think that as always you can't necessarily put people higher than uh, other legends of the Diamondbacks. Um, I'm gonna go with Paul Goldschmidt at four, and here's here's the reason: um, he spent the first part of his career with the Diamondbacks and was you know one of the best hitters in the league every single year. He's now left. And he's with your boys now. Um, and I would argue he's actually played better. I mean, he just had an MVP caliber season in 2022. Mm-hmm. He's played better with the St. Louis Cardinals than he did in 10 seasons or whatever it was with the Diamondbacks. So um, in Diamondbacks history, 
Paul Goldschmidt can't be any higher than four because he was all-time great um, as a hitter, but he wasn't anything worth mentioning after he left um, compared to these other guys we're about to list. So uh, give me Goldie at four, um, but very thankful Diamondbacks, as always, for that trade for uh, for Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, just uh, another one of those guys that's just not slowing down regardless nope. of their age. Um, so nope. that's it's great to see. Yep. Um, okay. Number three. I think I'm going to go with Brandon Webb. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, finished his rookie season with a two with a 2.84 ERA, so that's, that's pretty great rookie season, and he won a Cy Young, being the second Diamondback to do so. So we'll probably see that other Diamondback on this list as well. Brandon Webb, I like that. Because uh, I, I, I want this other, I was going to choose another person, but I feel like he's. I think you're going to go for him now. Here at number yeah. three. Well, I'm about to I'm about to spoil it because I'm about to say a guy who I would have put there at three, but yeah. now that we put Brandon Webb there, I don't think I can put this guy there. Um, I was gonna put Kurt Schilling at three. Oh shit. Um, but I can't put Kurt Schilling at three, nor can I put him on this list because number two is Luis Gonzalez. Yeah. yeah. Um, probably arguably the best hitter in Diamondbacks history. Uh, the most, and I noticing the kind of you know. I'm going to turn the twist the knife on you a little bit, but one of the most clutch hits in playoff history uh, was the 2001 walk-off against your New York Yankees mm-hmm. um, in game seven off one of the best closers, if not the best closer of all time. Um, in fact, I watched a, a video recently where it was a Yankees guy recounting that. And he basically said, we were ready to celebrate when, when Rivera came in. Um, and in fact, that guy had a flight. And this is kind of going on a tangent, but he had a flight back home um scheduled for that next week for the parade because he was yeah. going to have a parade and then fly back home and because they lost there was no parade bro the flight that he was going to get scheduled to be on crashed oh so mario rivera that took a dark weird turn but yeah that guy the, the basically the the teaser of the story was mario rivera saved this guy's life by not winning the world series um so kind of a, a weird tangent there but um Luis Gonzalez, one of the one of the best uh, hitters in Diamondbacks history, got to put him at number two. Sorry, Kurt Schilling. Yeah, and uh, defensively, really good too. The stats show that uh, yep. he made six thousand nine hundred seventy-three outs, ranking fifty-seventh of all time. Wow. So, yeah, bringing the heat. So number one, I think you know where we're going here. Uh, Randy Johnson. Possibly, I mean, personally, one of my favorite pitchers of all time, probably up there in the top three for me. But um, yep. here's just one stat I brought up. Struck out 13-plus batters on 35 different occasions. <laughs> bro, come on. That's stupid, bro. That's video game. Love it. And you, you know what? He, he's, like a, he's like a cameraman or something now for the NFL. Did you see that on Twitter? Yeah, that's pretty cool. He is, yeah. And he's a really good one, too. Yeah. Um, if, if we can have a moment of silence for the bird as well. Facts. Um, that uh yeah rest in peace to that bird um that was that was insane uh i've, I've never seen anything like that in a, in a spring training game no less i made a i made a video on that and it like got taken off tiktok i guess because the bird <laughs> got just destroyed oh the video man. did really good too i was kind of upset about that but. man we, we kind of took a weird turn kind of a morbid turn with this top <laughs> five talking about people's lives being saved and birds dying sorry sorry everybody but um 
Yeah, there you go. That's a it's it's a top five Diamondbacks. Um, yeah. Again, that was that was not my doing. Everybody, that was that was all Drew wanting to to go into the archives. But Randy Johnson, I mean, we uh, we may come back to him, Drew. Let's let's just yeah. put it that way. We come back to him later in this episode. So might. Um, now, it's uh it's my favorite time of the show. Um, Drew is still marinating over there. By the way, everybody, we're we're gonna get this man uh, to get things off his chest in the next episode with his very own personal segment. I got some ideas of what I think it would be for Drew, but I'm going to give Drew the uh, the honors of coming up with that. But in the meantime, so it's my favorite part of the show. Um, it's time to, uh, to bury uh, another team. And this one's significant, Drew, because we've talked a lot about um, collapses of teams uh, via not making the playoffs or winning the World Series and then not, you know, making it even close uh, ever again. You know, we talk about the Royals. They've lost over 600 games in the last, you know, six years, which is just ridiculous. This one is going to be a, a little bit more personal. Um, and the reason it's going to be personal is, is you and I talked about this. We're going to have to uh, to probably bring up the Yankees or Cardinals with, with these types of collapses. Um, it won't be today, but we're doing the collapse of the Toronto Blue Jays. And you go, Toronto Blue Jays, like they're they're one of the best teams like every year in the American League. They make the playoffs every year. That's the problem. Um, because in talking about the collapse of the Blue Jays, we are going to have to dive into what, in my opinion is, I'm about to do a video about it for Clutch Points on Clutch Points MLB. Check us out on YouTube. About the collapse of the Toronto Blue Jays. Let me explain. Toronto Blue Jays won back-to-back World Series championships in 1992 and 1993. If you remember the famous Joe Carter home run, uh, you know, you'll never hit a, a whatever the call was, you'll never hit a, a bigger home run in your life, Joe. Touch them all. Um, since 1993, and here's part of the, the collapse as well, as we always do, they went 20 years, Drew, in between playoff appearances. So we think about what what the uh, what the Seattle Mariners just did. Uh, it seems to become be, be a recurring theme <laughs> with uh, a lot of teams uh, in between playoff appearances, uh, extended ones, because the Blue Jays actually went 22 years in between playoff appearances after that. Um, if you're a Toronto Blue Jays fan in 1994, uh, you've just won back-to-back World Series championships, and you think we're a dynasty. And if you're, you know, say there was a, a 40-year-old person who just watched that happen, you were 62 the next time the Blue Jays make the playoffs. That sucks. Um, that's <laughs> awful. Um, but here's where it gets real, uh, real interesting, Drew. Because then the Blue Jays make the playoffs again in 2015. Here's where we really want to, really want to dig deep. The Blue Jays made it to the ALCS in 2015, lost in six games to the Kansas City Royals. Right, and you think, oh man, there's you know, the the Blue Jays just came up just a little bit short. Oh no, the uh, the Royals basically blew them out. It, it, it shows that the, the Royals won in six games. It was not as close as it looked. Um, the Blue Jays ran out of gas and they ran into a juggernaut of a team in, in the, uh, in the Kansas City Royals. So, you know, no, no, no harm there, but drew the next year, they go to the LCS again. This time they lose in five games, right? So if you remember, if you guys remember watching the, the Toronto Blue Jays in 2015, 2016, of course you have, Arguably, we already talked about the Luis Gonzalez hit, but arguably one of the best home runs of all time um, with uh, Jose Bautista. Yep. Um, I mean, that's one of the best environments you're ever going to see on a baseball field. Um, the ALDS is the World Series for the Blue Jays every year. That's kind of what I'm getting to. Um, every single 
time. They've gotten to the ALCS. They've just given up. Um, it just looks like they just don't care anymore, um, which is disappointing for a, a city that prides itself. You think about the Toronto Raptors when they won the World Championship, Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, you think about uh, a country that prides itself on hockey. When their baseball team's good, like, it matters. Except when it comes to the American League Championship Series because they don't, you don't win. You don't, you don't do anything worth mentioning. So do then they go three years without making the playoffs again and Blue Jays fans are in the dumps. Then 2020 happens, right? COVID. It's like, man, this is our year. We got a chance. Swept in the wild card. Before, before COVID has even, you know, hit the state of Canada or the country of Canada, the Blue Jays are out of the playoffs, right? So then they go another season, miss the playoffs. But Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is part of your organization at this point. So you got dudes. You got Bill Bichette. You got Teoscar Hernandez. You got some guys, right? You win 92 games in 2022. Just behind the, the Yankees, which, and Drew, you remember this, the Blue Jays were pushing the Yankees for the division mm-hmm. title. Something yep. that no one thought saw coming. Drew, the collapse of the Toronto Blue Jays, all this has led up to kind of what happened in 2022. If there's a moment in Toronto Blue Jays franchise history that encapsulates what the last, basically from 1994 up until 2022 and present day, it is the moment in game two of the 2022 wildcard series against the Seattle Mariners where George Springer, who's basically the Rob Gronkowski of baseball, basically is a robot. He's had surgery on every part of his body collides with, I think it was uh, Bo Bichette on a, a, a floater into center field and the ball goes trickling away. Why is that significant? Well, for one, them colliding is kind of what Blue Jays fans have experienced for the last 25 years, 25 plus years, right? It's, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. I'm going to catch it. And all of a sudden reality hits. <laughs> Here's the best part. That play gave the Blue gave the Mariners, excuse me, the lead that they never surrendered again. They ended up sweeping the Blue Jays. So when we talk about collapses, obviously it's more fun to talk about the Pirates and the Angels and the Reds and blah, 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 blah. But Drew, we might be turning a corner because there's been some playoff collapses that the Blue Jays have had that are so significant when you think about the Blue Jays. Drew, the Blue Jays since 2015, if you look at preseason odds, you know, mid-season, like they're a favorite to win the American League every single year. That's not blasphemous to say that they are right there with the Astros, with the Yankees, with other teams in the American League. Like they're right there. And what happens year in and year out? They come up short. So that's going to kind of become the 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 gear that we turn and, and shift into uh, moving forward because the Blue Jays have just been disappointing but like it's like it's like you show up to a birthday party when you're eight years old right and you're hanging out with your friends and you're excited to be there and then the guy doesn't invite you back the next year and when you're nine years old bro you're like what what's your problem right like forget you that's what blue jays fans have had to experience with the toronto blue jays they get invited to the playoffs they're all amped up. I mean, Toronto is just such a great baseball city in the playoffs. And the next year, it's like, where's the invite? So, 
Drew, I mean, they're an American League East team, so I know you have you have thoughts on the Blue Jays, but right. what are your thoughts on just kind of how they have just they haven't sniffed the World Series, bro? They haven't sniffed the World Series. They uh they remind me a lot, and I'll explain why. They remind me a lot of the Orioles. Mm. A lot of young talent, both teams. I guess you just minus the playoffs from the Orioles, but I mean they get to the postseason and then they just like you said, they fail. Um let me think. There's a few things I was gonna say to be honest. Uh there's uh, recently a move made. Did you see it? Teoscar Hernandez. I did see that. Mariners now. Uh, I'm going to put money on it right now. I'm going to put money on it right now. The Blue Jays are going to acquire Brandon Nimmo. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. He's calling a but, shot. Um, yeah, just a lot of young talent there. I mean, I love Bo Bichette. But, um, yeah, Bo Bichette, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Um, who's the the... Uh, Alec Manoa, Santiago. Uh, what's his name? Santiago Espinal. He's been he was on yeah. fire last year. Like one of the best second basemen in the league. Like it's been like Teoscar Hernandez, bro. I didn't even click in my mind until you mentioned that again. He's but good. Teoscar, he's, I like Teoscar. He's really he's great. Good. And he got yeah. traded to the Mariners. Like that team. That is the good. most Blue Jays thing ever. Yeah. You get swept by the team. You now trade one of your best outfielders to. What are like you the, doing? <laughs> the like, only. Th- yeah, the only thing that they can look back on, like in recent years, is the Jose Bautista home run. I feel Dude, like honestly, that's that's it. Honestly, we just did a series of the best moment in the last ten years for teams. That's it. Yeah, that's it. It's not making the ALCS. It's not winning the American League pennant because you haven't won an American League pennant since 1993. And it's not that you haven't been a. It's not that you like have been a bad team. Like some of these other teams we talk about are bad. The Blue Jays are not bad. They're a good team. And they fall flat on their face every single year. So, but I only mention that because as you, you mentioned, Drew, like we're going to have to, we're going to have to get into some dark moments in, uh, in our franchise's history if we're yeah. going to talk about playoff collapses, which I don't want to do, but if need be, we'll get it off our chest. I mean, shoot, um, we could go right to uh, the season, the 2022 season. Just got yeah. swept by the Astros, man. It's not good. Yes. You guys got swept by the Astros. We got swept by the Phillies. <sighs> but there you go. That one that one's not as fun as much as it is just like what are you doing, Toronto? Like Yeah. What are you doing, honestly? Like if you're a Blue Jays fan, like are you are you able to do this year in and year out? Nineteen ninety three. Think about people that watched nineteen ninety three, bro, and have been lifelong Blue Jays fans. <laughs> what about the fans that were at the uh like all the postseason games there at the Rogers Center? First yeah. time back since COVID actually. So I mean bro. I didn't even th- I didn't even think of that. That would- Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. But there you go. Collapse of the Toronto Blue Jays. George Springer, we're thinking of you. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, moving on. Uh, last week, we uh, both picked the best designated hitter of all time. I think we both have David Ortiz, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you, you couldn't choose Barry Bonds because apparently he's the best outfielder. Yeah, he is. He is, bro. I'm telling you. Okay. Um, moving on, moving on. Well, the Today, we... <laughs> Today, we are going to pick uh, the best shortstop of all time, in our opinion. So I'm going to go first, and no, one, no one's going to – it's not Derek Jeter. It's not – it's nobody. All right, so I'm picking – before you even blow up on me, you got to let me explain. Let me bring everything up. Let me bring everything up. Okay. I'm, I'm already backing away. I'm already my, – My best shortstop of all time is Cal Ripken Jr. Okay? Yeah. I don't. All right, all right, all right. All right. Yeah. What, yeah. what are you scared so, of? Don't I'm be gonna, scared. 
I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a few stats, but the last thing I'm going to say is why, like, this is the biggest reason, uh, one championship there in Baltimore, eight silver sluggers, 19 time all-star, <laughs> two time all-star MVP rookie of the year. And this reason right here, this man played 2,632 consecutive games. That's like that. How many 16 plus seasons? Maybe I don't, yeah. I don't even know, but, uh, that's why I think you just, especially nowadays players missing games because like their pinky hurts. They have a headache like bro. That that's the biggest reason. I mean, he's, he's called the iron man for a reason. This man was iron man, man was unstoppable. So that's easily, that was the first name that like actually popped yeah. in my head when I texted you that. So no, that's that. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand like why, why you would, I don't know nervous about people blowing you up. First of all, people, if you're blowing that up, you're the problem, not Drew. <laughs> the man played 2,600 plus games in a row. In a row. How many times have you gone an entire school year without missing a day? How many times have you gone a day with without eating a meal? Probably happens. Think about getting up every single day for 16 plus seasons and not missing a game. Yeah. Dude is one of one. Crazy. You're one of one. So well, record record will never be broken easily. No. Yeah, there, there's 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 no chance. Um, well, I wanted you to go first because, like I told you, I I have four names. Yeah. And it was based upon like what you were gonna say because I didn't want us to have the same issue as last week where we both picked the same guy and just kind of like oh yay we both picked the same person. So. I might get blown up for this, but I'm going to explain why. Wait, wait, wait. Well, he was on your list, obviously, right? He was on my list. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you said him, like, it was like, of course. Yeah. Kyle yeah. Jr. Yeah. And and he's probably the one I would have gone with it. I thought you were going to go Derek Jeter, but um, I'm also not going to go Derek Jeter um, because my greatest shortstop of all time, and again, just please hear me out, people, is Alex Rodriguez. Okay. okay? And here's the reason. We talk about Ken Griffey Jr., right? We talk about the man, the myth, and the legend of Ken Griffey Jr. Y'all, do you understand that around the time that Ken Griffey Jr. was playing, he was on the same flipping team as Alex Rodriguez, the rookie, right? We talk about Alex Rodriguez, the steroids guy. We talk about Alex Rodriguez, the, the Yankees guy that Drew fell in love with, with Jeter and Rodriguez. And then all the scandals came out. All this, that's all we think about Alex Rodriguez. Y'all, we don't think of Alex Rodriguez, the Mariner. We don't think of Alex Rodriguez, the Texas Ranger, right? If you watch the the captain, the the ESPN Plus series, they talked about when Derek Jeter and Alex Rodriguez were playing both at the same time. Y'all, what Carlos Pena just did with the Astros, Alex Rodriguez did tenfold, right? Jeremy, Jeremy Pena. Jeremy Pena. I don't say what Carlos Pena. Um, MLB Network guy or something. Jeremy Pena. Um, (laughs) Jeremy Pena. Sorry, Jeremy. Um, I mean, he won NLCS MVP, he won World Series, uh, ALCS MVP and World Series MVP, right? In his, basically his first season in the majors. Yo, Alex Rodriguez was doing that before he was in the majors. Like he was winning all kinds of awards. And one thing we have to talk about with Alex Rodriguez, I know the steroids take some of this away. The man hit 695 home runs. That wasn't just with the Yankees. That wasn't just when he started taking steroids. The man could swing the bat when he was with the Mariners, when he was with the Rangers. Keep in mind, the Rangers deal was the first mega deal ever, ever, Drew. Nobody had done that. Mm -hmm. 
Nobody had paid a 21, 22-year-old that kind of money. Alex Rodriguez, as the shortstop, before he transferred to third base, before he became this villain, right? Alex Rodriguez, the Mariner and the Ranger. I mean, he played six years with Seattle. He played two years with the Rangers before getting transferred over to the Yankees. The guy could hit. The guy could field two gold gloves, 10 silver sluggers, 14-time All-Star, three-time MVP. By the way, only two of those were at the Yankees, which means one of those was when he was a Mariner or a Ranger. So we got to back up on Alex Rodriguez, I think, a little bit and remember that this guy was one of the best shortstops, and in my opinion, the best shortstop of all time because of all those things he did with the Mariners and the Rangers. So I went a little bit on a longer tangent than necessary for that one, but Alex Rodriguez is that guy, man. Yeah. He's, he's that guy. Yeah, you said it best. Uh, Seattle and the Seattle and Texas. Uh, that's why the Yankees wanted him. He wouldn't be a Yankee, you know. So I mean, yeah. I never, I'm, personally, I didn't really care for him too much. I yeah. mean, he's a, he's a goat. But um, I remember uh, seeing his 600th home run though. Like right when I turned on my TV, he was up to bat. Like right when I turned it on, the man hit it. So that was pretty cool. I always you remember that. You didn't fall asleep for that one. No, no, I was <laughs> wide awake, wide awake. Oh man, check out one of our la- uh, uh, first episodes to talk to to figure out what that means. But a little inside joke between me and Drew. But um, there you go. I mean, honorable mentions: Ozzy Smith, Derek Jeter, um, Ernie Banks, Barry Larkin, um, on uh, Honus Wagner. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. I want to do someone recently. I was gonna pick oh, yeah. him just, but I mean, yeah, yeah. It's more exciting with the newer guys. So. Well, there's a better case, I think, for Ripken. Ripken especially, oh, yeah. but also A-Rod if you look at those earlier years. So, um, well, there you go. We're going to we're gonna continue to give those those GOAT positions. Um, I don't even know what we're going to do next week. But yeah. if, if history serves us, Drew, Drew's going to say something again in one of these next you know GOAT segments that's just going to make zero sense. Something out of pocket. Barry Bonds, bro. Golly. Barry Bonds the pirate, guys. Best outfielder of all time. Um all right, it's back to uh, this or that. We're uh, we're getting back to uh, to talking to each other about what our thoughts are on certain players presently. But Drew, we're gonna shift gears halfway through the segment to all time and get your initial thoughts off the cuff. You have no idea what I'm gonna ask. How um, many? Uh, how many do you have for me? I got four for you. Four. I got four Sounds for good. you. Okay. Yep. So I'll just give you the categories. It's gonna be best hitter or better hitter, better fielder, better player, and better all-time pitcher. All right, so just kind of throwing some names in your mind there. This first one, as a Cardinals fan, it's kind of weird to to think about, but I'm going to do it anyways. Better hitter, a prime Christian Yelich, or a prime Prince Fielder? Oh, man. I think Prince Fielder's prime was a little longer, though. It's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, his, he, had, he had a terrible, like, the way he went out was terrible. I'm going to give this one to Prince Fielder. Yeah. I mean, just especially how Yelich, I mean, I know you said prime, but especially recently, bro. I mean, that contract just doesn't make sense for you. I mean, <laughs> Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder. Brewer's going to brewer, bro. Okay. Prince Fielder, as long as he's not, like, taking any fans' nachos and... <laughs> Yeah, that's so great. Yeah, he had a great career too. I mean, he was yeah. on a an AL champion uh, with the Tigers. Uh, I believe he was on the Rangers when they won uh, yeah. the American League pennant. So like he's 
He's yeah, I love Prince Fielder growing up. He was one of my favorite hitters. Um, all right, this is more present day. This kind of hits home for me, so don't don't hurt my feelings. No promises though. Better fielder right now. It's a second base one. Ozzy Albies or Tommy Edmond? I'll give this one to Tommy Edmond. Recent, I mean, Ozzy, Ozzy was out for a while recently, sure. wasn't he? So sure. I'm going to give this one to Tommy. Tommy Edmond, back-to-back gold gloves. Yeah. Um, won it as a utility uh, guy this year, I think. Or it, was, it might have been Brendan Donovan that won it as a utility. Um, but Tommy Edmond was a gold glove, gold glove finalist this year as well, uh, in 2022 as well. Um, yeah, and one one of the the better fielders in our game right now. So speaking um, about Gold Gloves, though, we got it's gonna be fun talking about. Yep, we're we'll hey, get they, into it. They just they, they love our podcast so they much. They just love it. I'm telling the, you, the, the fans voting, the the people voting for the Gold Gloves are just like, you know what? These guys need some uh need some more publicity for sure. Um, so we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. But all right, better all around player right now. Two guys that just made a name for themselves. One who just made a name for himself in the playoffs, Matt Olson. Or Reese Hoskins, Ooh. all-around player, fielding and hitting. I'm, I'm gonna honestly, I'm gonna go with Reese Hoskins. Uh, just unbelievable postseason performance, and um, I think Matt Olson. He could have showed a little more his first year with the Braves. I mean, he's he's great. He had a great year, but I mean, yep. Reese, uh, he really showed up, and that's all that matters, honestly, at the end of the year. So, Matt Olson had a better regular season, I think, but yeah. he was nowhere to be found. In the, in exactly. League. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and, and Reese was just on one, dude. He was on <laughs> all his hits were like home runs. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Um, okay, I told you we we're gonna come back to this. This is the final one for this or that. Talked about the top five diamondbacks. And the best mm-hmm. diamondback of all time is Randy Johnson. So Drew, yep. better all time pitcher. That bad man, Randy Johnson. Or Sandy Koufax. Oh, dude. I said earlier. I said earlier. I uh, I like ranking the uh, earlier guys a little more, or not earlier. Sorry, later. So I'm gonna go with Randy Johnson. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I That's, didn't. Oof. I don't go on YouTube. I mean, Sandy's great. Don't don't hate on me, but um, if I'm like watching highlights and stuff, I wanna I wanna watch recent stuff, man. I don't know. They're both great, though. I mean, that's that's personally for me, that's a that's a hard question. That is a very. That's why I tee you up for that one. Yeah, that, one, that one is very difficult. But I mean, is all right. his highlights black and white? Honestly, to be like, real <laughs> with you, I mean, he had a weird pitching motion too, Sandy Koufax, but um, got the job done. But yeah, Randy Johnson. I mean, yeah, good grief. Um, there you go. Another this or that. Uh, Drew will team me up next week. We'll go back and forth with those things. But Drew, we got we got a I got a fun segment for this uh, for this next one. Hall of Fame or not. Here we are. It's our second time doing it. Second time doing it. it feels like we're veterans at it at this point, though. So you want me to you want me to go first? Ask you. Might as well. All right. Hall of Fame or not? First, I'm gonna go. I'm going right at you right here. Hall of Fame or not? Wander Franco. <laughs> Wander just, Franco. It's almost impossible to answer it, but I just you want just to took see that what, one like. People say that's like a shot out of left field. Like you shot that from the parking lot, bro. Oh yeah. Um, it's Wander- almost too hard to answer. I mean, it's too early, man. But I want to see. I want to hear what you have to say. No, I mean, yeah, like he's way too early. I think. Yeah. I was not expecting you to say Wander Branco. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's way too early. Um, you can't make a, a claim on it. He's battled injuries as well. 
Um, so he, he could be a what if story. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's like asking me, like, I think we did this one last week, but Ronald Acuna Jr. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's too early. Um, I would probably, well, uh, we might get into a debate with that, but, um, yeah, I can't, I can't say yes to that one right now. Um, For sure. Got to Got to say no. I agree. Um, The contract they gave him though. I mean, he better. (laughs) Hey, the Rays. Rays might be a teed up for collapse segment soon. Um, oh, yeah. Easily. All right. This is a, this is one that is very personal to me as well. Um, welcoming him as the new bench coach for the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, he's already a Cardinals Hall of Famer, but he is yet to be a Hall of Famer. So, Drew, Hall of Famer not, Matt Holliday. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's got to be. What you got There's on too much Too much history behind him, man. Yep. I mean... He's he's one of your uh, he's one of your goats. You you grew up watching him all the time. I mean, you yep. you already know. People forget his Rockies career. I mean, yeah, he was a, he was a stud with the Rockies, a stud. And then he came to the Cardinals, and it was like, <laughs> this guy's this guy's legit. So yeah, um, yeah, I I would agree. Um, I think it's more of a discussion, but I think yeah, I it'll think it's really all It'll it'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Hall of Famer not, JT Real Muto. <laughs> oh, see, that one is tough. Yeah. I mean, that guy has been one of the most consistent catchers mm-hmm. of our generation. Yeah. Talk about Yachty, of course, and he just retired. Outside of Yachty, bro, who else has been that consistent year in and year out? Wilson Contreras? Eh. JT Real Muto has been that guy. Yeah. Oh man, he's been it's around honest, too. It's a yes for me, honestly. But. Yeah, I would say he's been around. Like it's, you can't say it's too early. Yeah. <sighs> yes, yes. JT Real Muto is a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Consistent catcher. You talk about best hitting catchers of all time too. I think he's in the discussion. Um, I would put him more in a top ten list and like top five, top three. Um, yeah, from a catching standpoint, and he's fast. I mean, yeah. I think we saw it in the playoffs too, but the guy's fast. Inside the Parker. That was the first inside the Parker home run by a catcher in the postseason, I'm pretty sure. There you so. go. I mean, yeah, no, nobody else is doing that from the catching no. Um Okay. This one is, uh, this is, I think is the most hotly debated one right now. Oh boy. I think right he's now. about to, I think he's about to retire. Um, at least he needs to, because he does not have a chance of winning a World Series. Hall of Fame or not, Drew? Joey Votto. Oh, dude. Because I always said I, I never cared for Joey Votto. He's a great dude. I'm. He's not a Hall of Famer. He's not. Okay. Never won. I mean, the biggest thing for that. I mean, he he never won, dude. Yep. So, that's that's my big reason. Great player, great dude. You see all the videos of him. Like he was at the game with the fans sitting in the stands, but. <laughs> Um, no hate to him, but he's he's not a Hall of Famer. I would agree. That's not being biased as a Cardinals fan. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say World Series go into a Hall of Fame debate, but I'm also not going to say it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, you got to at least, you know, have some type of postseason success. Um, mm-hmm. And it sucks because I think if you played on another team, he would have that. Oh, yeah. Look at, Tra- look at what Trey Mancini just did. I mean, got traded and won a World Series. Yep. Um, so yeah, Joey Votto. Yeah, he's not he's not a Hall of Famer in my opinion. My uh, my friend Jake, he's a Reds fan, so he's gonna he's gonna go off on me probably. But 
Sorry, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you're a Reds fan, bro. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> He's got the Bengals. True, true, true. He's a big Bengals guy. All right, moving on. Oh, I really wanted to ask you this one. This would also be too early. I'll just tell you after. Um, all right, Hall of Fame or not, Alex Bregman. He was on my list, but I did Jose Altuve last week, so I wasn't yeah. gonna, I wasn't gonna body blow you twice. Um, <laughs> Gotta... Bro, that's instant yes for me. Same yeah, with Altuve. Um, yeah. Altuve is third in postseason home runs. You know who's who's second? Alex Bregman. And might need to fact check that, but I, I think that's right. I think they, they probably, I mean, series. yeah. I mean, you asked me last week, like most, you know, who do you want in a clutch situation? Like, can oh, we yeah. talk about Alex Bregman in the clutch? Mm-hmm. Um, we just put out a video. You guys need to watch it. If you're still claiming the Astros are cheaters and you don't like the Astros because they're cheaters, you need to just give it a rest. You need to move on with your life. 2017 to 2019, throw it out the window. From 2020 to 2022, guess who's been the best team in baseball? The Houston Astros. It's it's legit now, you know? Legit. They, they're a they, dynasty. They they're a dynasty. It. And the reason they're a dynasty, it's because of those guys who were quote-unquote cheaters. They've moved on, and now they're just great baseball players again. Jose yeah, Altuve, yeah. Alex Bregman. They they they're let the young kid play, too. Jer- Jeremy Pena. Uh, Jer- Aaron, Boone. Jeremy Aaron Boone, take a hint at that, please. Um, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, just never mind. Never mind. What did you say about Isaiah Connor? Ship him to the moon. Yeah, ship him to the moon anywhere. Anywhere but shortstop. Anywhere. Or any position on oh, the field, please. Man. The Astros are just... I mean, Jeremy Pena was the World Series MVP, bro. It's crazy. Like, that means that those guys didn't even play well enough to win an MVP, and they're still... I mean, you still have Alvarez. You still have Bregman. You still have Altuve. We talk about the Braves locking everybody up. The, the Astros have been doing that. Yeah. Astros invented that, you know? Um, so I imagine they kept Correa good night alive. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Alex Bregman, that's, that's instant for me. Um, yeah. Okay. This one's hits home for you. Um, but maybe it doesn't because he's only been there for four or five years at the Yankees hall of fame or nah, John Carlos Stanton. Mm. Too early. No, but I mean, bait. I'll give you an answer. I mean, based on his career the last few years, I'm going to say uh, no. I'm going to say no. Just, wow. It's either when he when he's on, when he hits the ball, I mean, he looks great. But when he misses, bro, it is – it looks like he's like in Little League, honestly. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's ugly to watch. But um, yeah. his Marlins days, I mean, I probably would have – even if that was a little too early too, but I probably would have leaned more towards yes. But still. Really? Um, yeah. So you think but, his Yankees career has – has taken away his Hall of Fame status. Not completely. Like I said, I mean, little too early, but I mean, yeah. right now, as of right now, it's it's going to be a no because it's li- it's literally a home run or not, and I understand that. I mean, that's kind of what they got him for, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. All right. I know, I know, we got to move on to to the home run debate. So, speaking of that, follow up question on that: Is he one of the best power hitters of all time? Yeah. Like, is he is he a top five power hitter of all time? Yeah. No, uh, top five. I don't know. He's up there, but I don't. Okay. Little, yeah, he's up there. Okay, dude, just mashes the ball, bro. Yeah. He does when he makes contact. It's it's yeah. loud. Like I said, when he when he's on, he hits it. He looks great. Misses. It's he's a little league player. Yeah. He's down there in Williamsport. <laughs> oh man. Well, speaking of power hitter, are we really doing this right now? Let's do it. All right, friends. 
It took uh, it took eight, eight episodes, but Drew and I are about to not be on speaking terms after this one. We are now going to debate what we have threatened to debate for weeks now. Who is the real home run king? And there's a couple different angles we can take with this, Drew. Obviously, your guy, Aaron Judge, just broke the American League record. The current record for regular season home runs is Barry Bonds, as well as the most home runs of all time is still Barry Bonds. So let's just get on with this, bro. Um, but we're just, we just got to stop belaboring the point. Give me your thoughts. Let me ask you this question first. Aaron Judge at 62. Uh-huh. Is his 62, because right now, without Barry Bonds, that's still the most home runs. Or yeah. without, sorry, without Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, all steroids, without those three guys, Aaron Judge is the guy who has the most legit regular season home runs of all time. Is that legit? Or are we still giving it to those three gentlemen above him? First off, it's crazy to just even hear Barry Bonds versus Aaron Judge. Like a couple months ago, it was just Barry Bonds versus Roger Maris. That's just, that's awesome to hear. But um, yeah. Dude, I said I got to stick to my word because if I don't, I'm going to look like a hypocrite. Um, like I said, the Astros have that 2017 World Series. They cheated. I hate it. I hate it. But it's in the books. The books, it's there, man. So Barry Bonds, for me, currently has the home run record. But the argument I can make about this is, um, which I could understand, I mean, two players on the same team, like, 61 and 62 that's I don't it's honestly a tough answer if you might if you're like you I already know you're gonna say the steroids you minus the steroids from this whole thing though I mean the argument would be pretty cool I mean neck and neck Aaron Judge and Roger Maris it's I gotta go with Barry Bonds okay that was a fun era to watch dude I know you hate the steroids but the bombs that were being hit I mean well here's what I'm about to say all right. We brought Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. I want to put out a, they're not a sponsor of this, but the ESPN 30 for 30 long gone summer um, detailing the Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa 1998 season where they were basically just, it was like a football game. You were going back and forth on like people just loved watching baseball then. Yeah. I'm about to make a statement that is going to uh, turn our podcast upside down. Okay. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa's record with those home runs in the regular season and all time should still stand. Okay. Barry Bonds should not. Okay. Here's the reason. Okay. When Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa hit their home runs, they were in an era, 1998 to 2001, where steroids had not been implemented or, which is what the argument most people make, people didn't know what steroids were. Right. right now, the, the, the counter argument to that many times from people is, oh, well, that just even, you know, that makes it worse because they didn't know what they were taking and they should have known. No, no, no. Here's what I understand about 1998. Medicine was not what it is now. Performance enhancing drugs were not what they are now. What Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were taking were still technically what we would call now steroids. However, and this is detailed in the documentary, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, when they took those, didn't know that they were taking performance-enhancing drugs. They were taking them for an injury. They were taking them for what? They were taking them for whatever. 
same thing with what you do with medicine now, right? If you're sick or if you're like, you're going to take something. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa did that. And then find out later that they actually took something that it was helping them. Did they know? Maybe, sure, probably a little bit. But here's my bigger point. Alex Rodriguez, Barry Bonds, um, who was the other guy? Uh, Robbie Cano. Robinson Cano. Um, and now even all the, the PEDs that we've seen recently with Starling Marte, like those guys knew. I would even argue the Fernando Tatis thing, like he didn't know what he was taking. No. Those guys knew. And so that's why I'm saying like, bro, you look at a picture of Barry Bonds, like editors, if you can cut this for the short. Compared compare to the Pirates Barry Bonds, it's kind of Look at a funny. picture of Pirates yeah. Barry Bonds, yeah. who by the way, won an MVP. I'm sorry, but why do we feel like we have to keep the Barry Bonds record? I'm sorry, Drew. When the man won an MVP on the Pirates without steroids. I think the Pirates won the World Series that year too. That's how long ago it was, by the way. <laughs> Barry Bonds was that dude. Like he was a man amongst boys without steroids. Bro, you look at a picture of Barry Bonds. He was Rob Gronkowski before Rob Gronkowski. The man's left arm was encased like the Winter Soldier. <laughs> you see him hit home runs. Drew, I gotta stand up. He, he broke his back at Yankee Stadium, right? He broke his back at Yankee Stadium and hit a home run into the second deck. If Gone. that is not the biggest argument for steroids I've ever seen, I just spit all over the mic. I don't even care. The man broke his bat and hit a home run into the second deck. Barry Bonds didn't need steroids. That's what I'm getting at. He won an MVP, bro. So... My whole point is, if we're talking about the Home Run King debate, Aaron Judge is that guy. Now, let's hope and pray we don't find out that man took PEDs because then this whole thing is screwed. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be kind of like, I'm not saying he did, but like contract year, I mean, it would make sense. No, Drew, don't do that. You're a Yankees fan. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I don't think he did, but I mean, it would make sense if we're going to be honest. But like, what, what? But he's too humble. The dude's too humble. I don't, I, he. Right. I brought this, I don't know if I brought this up in the last episode, but like every time he hits a home run, head down straight to first base, no bat flips, dude's locked in. So, I mean, no, probably not, but I mean, would make sense. But when you hear me get amped up about that, what, what are your thoughts, especially about the Barry Bonds thing? Like the guy didn't, like Mark McGuire said, he didn't need him. No, they were already those dudes, right? Mark McGuire is that guy on the, on the A's. Sammy Sosa was that guy with the Cubs. They also didn't know what they were taking. That was one of my points. But Barry Bonds, he knew what he was taking. He took him. He's the, it's the reason that he's not in the Hall of Fame right now, even though I think he should be as part of baseball history. But if we're talking about records, yeah, we're talking about Hank Aaron. We're talking about Babe Ruth. We're talking I about mean, Sosa, McGuire. The only thing that, keep, that keeps me at Barry Bonds is because the books won't change. I mean, that's the only reason, bro. I'm telling you. So you're saying because it's it's written in book? Have you heard of like whiteout? Huh? Have you heard of whiteout? Like <laughs> I, can you just white I it wish, out? I wish. I wish that. Listen, could, uh... here, and here's okay. Now I'm just getting. I'm getting off the rails at this point. But it's all right. If we're, going, hear it. if we're going to with college sports, which I'm a much bigger college fan, you know this than of any other sport. If we're gonna take away, bro. If we're gonna take away Reggie Bush's Heisman. <laughs> if we're gonna take away, 
Like, I'm serious. If we're going to take away Louisville basketball's national championship, if we're going to take away the Fab Five's final four appearance because of allegations and it's just stripped from the records and never to be seen again, why can't What's we do up, with Barry Bonds? Why yeah. can't we do it with Barry Bonds' regular season record? Like, either of them. Home run record or or regular season home run record. 73 home runs in a regular season, bro. That's cheating. Think about what Aaron Judge did. So the only reason I get amped up about that is because of what Barry Bonds was before, bro. Like it would have been easier if Judge could just beat 70, whatever, 73. What? It would just be better if Judge just beat 73, right? It's impossible, Drew. I know, but just imagine. I mean, he was there was a stint. He where was he stuck? He was like stuck at uh I think it was 61. And there was just yeah, games where he just he, was. he wasn't even getting hits. Yep. So I mean I don't know. If you knew what you were taking, it should be stripped from the record. Sosa McGuire. But how do you, what, you got to, you got to get like a lie detector test going or something then? Like, no, it's basically just based on the era of baseball, right? Okay. You talk about the era of baseball. Barry Bonds didn't start hitting those home runs, Drew, till 2005, 2006, 2007. I'm just saying, like, you knew what was going on at that point. We had already had McGuire and Sosa yeah. and like, we, we already had this, you know? So if we're talking about that debate, bro, I will pound the table for the rest of my life. About it would have been clock. easier if like MLB came out and said like, all right, if this happens again, nothing's counting. <laughs> like, I mean, something. Like yeah, if we're going to change the rules, if we're going to implement, you know, no shift and all this different stuff, and if we're going to have other sports literally strip away, like the Fab Five Final Four banner is gone from Michigan. Like nowhere to be I seen. Will, I'll say this though. I think Aaron Judge... Aaron Judge's home run record is a lot more, uh, I don't even know, like interesting and like better, honest, uh, better than the Barry Bonds home, rec- home run record, if I can talk. Uh, just because it was neck, the dude was neck and neck like that whole season. Like on Yes Network, they had the uh, uh, home run home run race and it was a picture of Roger Maris and Aaron Judge right there. It showed like how many home runs they had through that many games through the season. So that was really cool just watching that. I mean, I was at the... I went to the one game. I saw 47 live. So, I mean, that was awesome. So, I mean, yeah. this was a lot. I'm also a Yankees fan, obviously. So, I mean. Sure. That The whole season was great. I mean, I get to, I got to saw one of his home home runs live. Yeah. Which was part of that history. So, I mean, definitely a lot more. Uh, it was definitely. This home run record is a lot more cool, honestly. Yeah. If you're halfway there, though, like already, Drew, why not just like go all the way and say. It's more it's more legit than Barry Bonds. Cause it is. It is. It's legit, yeah. We don't know. I'm not gonna even bring that up. What? Say it's it. legit. Say it's it. legit. It's legit. It's legit. So let's just take Barry Bonds away. Can we start a petition? This I'll let you start that record. petition. If you get people to sign it, maybe Listen. I'll hop on the train. And don't like hear what I'm saying though. Barry Bonds belongs in the Hall of Fame. Because the guy was a stud. And he's part of baseball history. The steroid era is part of baseball history. But if we're going to put him in the Hall of Fame, that doesn't mean we just have to keep all of his records. Oh, he has this. Like, why do we show 756? Who cares? It's not legit. I think it's just more like, how would MLB, like, explain themselves? Like, okay, say we they have Aaron Judge, home run, home run king. But how would they explain, like, all right, well, we have Barry Bonds over here, has more, how do we really explain this? But I'm obviously steroids, but, like, it's there. People, I don't know, man. I feel like it's a debate that could go on for 
But does like the time. Need to keep like going? Like I feel no, like it, it doesn't probably. But that's what I'm saying, bro. Like if I can get amped up about that, like there's a reason for that. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. It, it just ticks me off, man. Like, what? Like why would you do that? Like similar with the Astros, right? Why? Why do you cheat? Like why exactly you, we we bring that up almost every episode. There is no phenomenal. need to. They're phenomenal. So, I think the Aaron Judge home run record is going to go down as the most viewed, most rememberable. I don't know. Unless somebody does it again, which yeah, I think we need to get true. to that at some point. We need to do a segment soon on who who we'd put in that category. That would be fun. Yeah, definitely. It's, yeah, there there are some guys that that could potentially do that. So, um. Well, speaking of uh, of Aaron Judge, um, Albert Pools, by the way, I don't know why we bring him. We don't bring him up in that home run king debate. Seven hundred home yeah. runs, one of only four players, and in reality, only three players to do that. <laughs> um, like, dude didn't take. Do you see the thing about Albert Pools' bat? We're not even gonna get into that. How no? How many? Wait, do you know how many like his season high home runs, Albert? Because I, I uh, know. he had, I mean, he was just consistent, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. He had like five or six seasons with forty home runs. So yeah, I mean, you didn't really need to to go off. No, I was just curious, but yeah, I think one season he had forty seven or something like that. But um, yeah, there was something about our pool's bat. I mean, we just opened this can of worms now, so I'll just bring it up. But <laughs> there was something about our pool's bat that happened during the World Series. Oh yeah, who was using it? Martin Maldonado or something. Yeah, um, was told he couldn't use the bat because it was illegal. And it turns out it was a bat that our pools gave him. And everyone was like, I knew it. It's not legit. Right. Would you shut up? The dude was one of the best hitters of all time. Did this for years. Didn't take anything. And you're going to talk about his bat. And did Martin, did the dude even have a home run in the post? The dude sucks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why does it matter? Martin Maldonado's not, not a very good hitter. But um, <laughs> dude sucks. Like, doesn't 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 really matter. But um, speaking of of Aaron Judge and the Yankees, um, Drew, they're just they love our podcast so much. Um, yes, the sir. publicity is through the roof. Uh, Yankees and Cardinals are the American League and National League Gold Glove team winners for 2022. Cardinals have done it back to back years. Now, if we can just get some hitting, that'd be great. Um, but. Drew, walk me through how you feel about that. I mean, it was a great season. Got to the American League ALCS. I know you guys got swept by a very good team. I mean, we'll probably look at that team as part of a one of the best best dynasties of all time. So you yeah. guys didn't lose the slouches. Um, how do you look back on on this season with uh, the Golden Glove winners for the Yankees? Yeah, the uh, the three the three players on the Yankees. I wrote three players down that I thought were the most contributive to this. Um, first, we have Josh Donaldson. Awful at the plate this season, but the dude, really good defensively, especially at third base. We needed a third baseman. Um, I think I'm guessing he's he's back. So, I mean, if he can get his back going, I don't know. How old is he, dude? He's got to be. I don't know, but he's, he's got he's got he's gray old. hair. He's got gray oh, yeah. hair. Yeah, that, so, that was um, the most shocking thing. He has gray hair now. But, and he still, like, rocks the mohawk. I had to bring that up. It's, <laughs> it's just funny. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's he was a big part of that. Um IKF is not on this list. I'm sorry to everyone that <laughs> wanted him. Not me capping IKF, bro. This Give is my him, favorite one, Ray. This is my Give favorite. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let it go. God, um, man. 
Oswaldo Cabrera. This dude's going to be like become my like favorite Yankee, I'm telling you. Yep. The plays he's made some crazy diving play at third base. The dude made one in uh right field. If you remember the Apple TV announcer said, "Oh, Judge made the catch." It was it was Oswaldo Cabrera. Yeah, he's my favorite. I actually just bought this card. I got I got to show. We, it. Can we ship Apple TV announcers to the moon? I got to show the card. It's probably not going to show. Dang. Got an Oswaldo Cabrera first Bowman. There you go. This cards love it. But he's I'm telling you uh they keep playing him and he's he's going to be like my favorite Yankee. So, he was that spark plug the team needed for sure. So, Yeah. Um and of course, we're going to be talking about him in the end of the episode too, Anthony Rizzo. Mm. Uh the dude practically like goes into a full split form at first base, scooping every ball. I mean, it's crazy, dude. I love Anthony Rizzo. I love Oswaldo Cabrera. I just love this team. I think I those it, were the three. Judge, I mean, obviously can be on this list, but those were the three that really uh, stuck out to me just watching every game. Yep. Um, Anthony's back. We're going to talk about it. Ooh, he's back, baby. Back in the Bronx. Right. You got a view on uh, the Yankees side of the uh, Team Gold Glove? I mean, it was shocking to me. I mean, I hope that's not offensive, but no, like, I mean, no. I think we got lost in the Aaron Judge thing that we forgot just how good of a team you guys were. I mean, you guys won yeah. 100 plus games. Um, so, yeah, I think you know Rizzo. You mentioned Donaldson was a surprise. Oswaldo Cabrera. I mean, I didn't even I didn't even realize a lot of those things until you just mentioned it. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, you guys are great defensively, and now you have the best defensive center fielder, Harrison Bader, gonna be there yes, for a full year. I was gonna put him on here, but he joined like end of the season, so right. Right. Oh, if he had stayed healthy, he would have 100% been a... He had a ton of... He had, like, two diving plays, actually, Bro. on the Yankees. So, I mean, he I'm ready. He on the playoffs, man. That was really cool to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that, that was impressive. Um, surprised that, that it wasn't, you know, the Astros or the Blue Jays or, um, you know, one of those teams. Um, but, yeah, kudos to the, to the Yanks for uh, sure. bringing it home. Now you just got to get some, get some help and run it back. I mean, like I said, yes, you mentioned it before when the Yankees are good, baseball is good. So, yeah. um, so that, that was, that was cool to see, but, um, obviously my guys, I mean, this is no surprise. Um, we, we need some hitters is, is what's surprising. Um, we have one of the best offenses we've had in a long time and did diddly squat, but, um, Nolan Arenado talked about him last week. Drew asking me is Nolan Arenado hall of famer. Um, <laughs> Nolan Arenado, 10 straight gold gloves in 10 straight seasons. Uh, tied with Ichiro, I believe, for most consecutive. Um, and if he wins one more, he ties Mike Schmidt. Um, he's going to win at least one more. Um, people who are like, oh, man, give it to somebody else. As soon as somebody else starts playing third base better in the National League, you can give it to him. All right? I don't care about Manny Machado you know, being this great third baseman. Manny Machado is a way better hitter than he is fielder. That's just a fact. Um, Nolan Arenado is like this. With his shooting yeah. and hitting, like he does not waver, he is consistent on both playing fields. Um, he also won a platinum glove, which was his sixth, um, and I believe that's yeah, it's the best overall fielder in the, in the National League. So I mean, the guy's not slowing down one bit. Um, and I love what you mentioned a couple podcasts ago about um, you all you almost forget that he was ever a I, I was, yeah, I was just gonna bring that up again. That's, yeah. I mean, it's awesome, bro. Like, I love having him. Um, I live in South Florida, so spring training coming around, it's like can't oh, wait yeah. to be Arenado again. So, um, Brendan Donovan was the one that was really awesome for me to see. 
Um, he was an NL Rookie of the Year finalist, and he won the Gold Glove as a utility player. I mean, that's just, in his first season, I saw a stat, like, in 500 plate appearances, the war that he had was, like, one of the best in Cardinals history. And it's like, Brendan Donovan? Yeah, in the record books, he's going to go down as one of the best rookies ever in Cardinals history. That's insane. Albert Pujols had 131 RBIs his rookie season. Brendan Donovan is in the same category with Albert Pujols from a great rookie year standpoint. Um, so I love that. He's just a, he's, he, he plays dirty, like get just in the dirt. Um, not a, you know, not a, a, a D bag or something like that, but like he <laughs> legit is just a good player. Um, then obviously Tommy Edmond finalist as well as Paul Goldschmidt. Um, so, I mean, we're, this is just status quo, man. We don't have strikeout pitchers. I'm okay with that. Cause I want to see Arenado make a play. I want to see Goldie make a play. Um, Dylan Carlson, I think he's going to be in that conversation next year. Uh, Paul, uh, Paul O'Neill, Tyler O'Neill's all already won one. So it's like, we're coming right back, man. Um, we're, we're, we're right back in the thick of it. Just get us some hitting. So, um, but yeah, shout out, uh, MLB gold gloves, man. That's the, yeah. I'm the telling you the Cardinals, you got go out and get like Carlos Correa. That See, I don't want, like, I don't want I don't you, know, dude. Do, do you, you want me to, you want me to give me my thoughts real quick on this? Yeah. What about, whoa, 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 let me say, would you have Trey Turner? So okay. here, here's, so here's Explain, my thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't want, and I'll, I'll, I know we're finishing up, so I don't want to take too much time on this, but I don't want a shortstop. And the reason for that is because of what I just mentioned. You got Brandon Donovan and Tommy Edmond. What else do you need? Okay. And people look at that and they're like, they're not very good hitters. They're consistent hitters. I don't need a, a power hitting shortstop. I got Nolan Arenado. I got Paul Goldschmidt. I got Tyler O'Neill. People forget about Tyler O'Neill. Um, I want Wilson Contreras. Okay. okay. Catcher. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that would be that would be really solid, yeah. And I want us to re-sign Quintana because he's a free agent, but he has familiarity. And by the way, he was the best pitcher in baseball in August and September. Like nobody was playing better. Um, so if we make another move, it'd be great. I don't think we will as the Cardinals, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but I think that'll be fine because of the prospects we got. I mean, Jordan Walker, Mason Wind. I mean, we got Jordan some Walker's going to be unbelievable, bro. Um, I'm excited for, for next season, man. I think we're going to be right back in the thick of it. Um, we just got to get over this hump, man. Like whenever we get over this, it's just going to be like jubilation again for the Cardinals. So, um, yeah, I think, I think we'll be fine, but Yankees, uh, quick, quick free agency update for your Yankees. What, what you thought, what are your thoughts now that you have a Rizzo? You guys doing anything else? Yeah, dude. Um, I wrote a few things down for this. Oh, uh, got the I note. think Rizzo should have been 100% the first offseason move, um, especially with this chatter about the Astros wanting him. That snap of the finger, that had to get done. <laughs> and um, I think this leads to a few things. Um, secondly, I mean, obviously, uh, Judge, Judge is up there. He needs to be the second priority. I think that, I honestly think Judge is going to sign, like, could be within this month. I think it needs to get done. I don't. I don't think it's gonna wait along. Um, Hometown discount, or is he in the bag? I don't know, dude. That he he said and before, like he's just it's free agency now. We'll see what happens. So I think he's gonna yep. stick to that. You know, you get plenty of options, um, especially with the season he had. So, but um, Rizzo and Judge's relationship was like great. Just watching them, like the dugout on field, and. Um, I don't know that that could have something to do with him coming back. I think he, uh, I saw some on Twitter judge reached out to him saying, uh, congratulations, uh, happy for you. Nothing like, uh, hope to see you or anything like that. But judge yeah. is like that guy always humble, silent, but, um, 
let's see. Um, yeah, and I think there was uh, that the Yankees could have been like looking at Josh Bell if they weren't going to bring back Rizzo. I think that was a possibility, but okay. I think now the Astros, that's that's going to be a go-to move for them. So unless the Padres somehow want like sign him right away, but um, I think the Padres might re-sign him. Yeah, we'll see. And um, last thing is kind of funny. There's a video of like Rizzo saying, uh, "You probably already saw it on Twitter. He was a Cub." Like, oh, I don't know where the ball is. Can uh, someone like bang for me or whatever? And like everyone was saying, "Yeah, there's no way this man was going to go to the Astros." <laughs> and um, yeah, he came out and said, "I just love being a Yankee. That's why I wanted to return, and that's all that matters." He's like my favorite current, currently probably my favorite Yankee. So that's so great. Got the jersey on, ready to roll. Come on. Are you finally off of Judge going to the Giants at least? Are you finally yeah, off? Dude, I think I think he's like, a, I'm going to say like a thousand percent come back to the Yankees. I really wow. do. Wow. Hell Steinbrenner, right. he already came out. He's like, he's like, I don't have a payroll in mind. Uh, what else did he say? Dude? He's like, I'm, can, I'm, I'm pretty sure Judge is going to be a Yankee or something. I don't know. But he's, I think this, the dude's just going to unload. Like, I feel like it's not just going to be Judge. We're going to get Judge, and then it's just going to keep rolling. It's going to be like the uh, 2008, 2009, like, offseason type type of deal here. So I don't uh, want to get ahead of myself, but we'll see if I just did so, uh, in the coming weeks. You know, I, I, I joked with you about the Mets thing. Oh, no. Um, he's not. I'm not scared I, of that. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's going to the Mets. No. Drew, I just uh, I just made a video that hopefully is going to come out tomorrow for for the channel about my boldest free agent signing. He said he's going there. No. You know where Aaron Judge I think is actually going to go when I actually where? sat down and thought about it. Where? Drew, guess who's sick and tired of losing? There's a lot of teams that are sick and tired of losing, bro. No, but Drew, who's sick and tired of losing? What division? They have the two best players on the planet. Oh, dude, yeah. I think they don't scare me. They I never make them. Tyler yeah. Anderson, three-year deal. Okay, That's true. they sent Tyler Anderson. Rotation. I'm going to come out and say it. The mo- the rotation is still really mid. Shohei Otani, great. Oh, yeah. Patrick yeah, yeah. Sandoval, the dude sucks. No. I mean, and that, and that's what I'm saying. It's like they 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 still need to make some moves. But bro, if I think about a team that's just sick and tired. I'm thinking about a Mike Trout going to the front office, like banging down the door. As he should. Like sitting down with them being like, you're wasting my life. (laughs) He's Um, had to have, like you would think the dude's had to have said You got to have a conversation. Um, So, bro, when I think about a team that would be willing to just do that and have literally the best team on the planet then at that point, imagine they don't make the playoff after that. That Yeah, I'm saying they would still find a way like to not. Honestly, I... (laughs) I would I would not be surprised, but bro, when I think about that, when I actually sat down and thought about it, I was like, you know who's sick and tired and wants to be contender again? The Los Angeles Angels. So I'll, I'll be interested to see, but I wouldn't be surprised if Judge ends up staying. It'd be really cool. Think, I think the th- same thing's going to happen with Dansby. The more and more time it's going yeah. by, like I think he might just take the home. Oh, dude, down. Braves fans would freak out if he didn't probably return. Yeah. Just back to back with Freddie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be tough. That'd be tough. Um, so interesting, uh, interesting conversations today though. I think we're just, we're just grasping the, uh, the tip of the iceberg, uh, with some of these things. Um, but man, Barry Bonds on the pirates, bro. Like 
can we can we can we put him in the most underrated player of all time conversation? Forget Barry Bonds and the Giants. People forget Barry Bonds and the Pirates. Anyways, I think I blew out a nerve in my brain doing that. Um, as always, thank you guys so much for uh, for watching. Continue to like and subscribe, rate and review. This is a longer one today, but yeah. well worth it. Uh, we'll be coming at you guys week after week in the off season. Don't you worry about it. Uh, with the off season going on, you got nowhere else to be but right here with me and Drew every single week. Um, so for Carlos Fanag, AJ Caldwell, uh, that is Drew Zagrosi, the Yankees ride or die guy. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Peace out.